Hello. Here we go. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Order Trader Podcast. My name is Wendy Lesishi. And I'm George Mini. And we got a super interesting show today. And we're not just alone. We have a special guest as well, um, Mr. Ian Banner, who's the chairperson of World Rally Cross, as well as E-Movement South Africa. Hi, Ian. Hi. Hello to you, Wendy, and to George and to the listeners. Wonderful to be on your podcast. Oh, lovely to have you. I mean, this is not the first time we actually interact with with ENA, George. No. I think we saw him at E-Fest. Yes. Last show. For uh, was it last year or the year before? No, it was this year, actually. Earlier this year. Was it this year? Yeah. Uh, okay. Uh, yes. Time flies. Time flies. <laughs> so, Ian, just... Um, having fun. Yeah, exactly that. <laughs> so you guys have the best kind of fun, right? You go sideways in, uh, in a four-wheel drive Formula E, or should I say uh, uh, electric vehicle. Yes, slideways, exactly. Slideways. slideways. <laughs> Start using that. Should tell Hamilton that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, so whenever we have a guest on the show, Ian, um, George usually does some quick fire questions, which we don't actually send to you before. So I hope people don't think this is scripted. This is going to be off the cuff um, just to get to know you a little bit. So yeah, George, yeah so Ian, uh, um, <clears throat> for our listeners, just uh, you know, a couple of quick fire questions, um, and uh, as fast as the answer comes to mind, uh, you know, you can just uh, shout out the the answer. So, what do you prefer, winter or summer? Winter. Good question. Summer, most definitely. <laughs> Burger or steak? Burger. Book or movie? Movie. In terms of holiday, bush or beach? Beach. In terms of car, ice, bev, or hybrid? <laughs> Trick question. This ice age is the past. <laughs> <laughs> that answers the question. What was your first car? A, a, a beam bug, a 1958 beam bug. Oh, wow. What is your current Red. car? A BMW i3, best car I've ever had. And I've had a few. Awesome, awesome stuff. BMW i3. I mean, that's um, a few people within the the EV game drive that car. It seems like a, a yeah. It's uh, I mean, it was the, one of the first after the Nissan Leaf in terms of introduction, and uh, I've driven the i3, and it's uh, it's an epic car, an absolutely yeah. beautiful car. It does exactly um, what it's, in, it's intended to do. But yeah, so we have Ian on the show because I think it's on the seventh to the eighth of October. Uh, the World Rallycross South Africa, the South African leg at least, is going to be here. Um, so we thought it would be really cool to just kind of have you on the show and get to understand exactly what the FIA World Road Cross is um, and get some understanding with regards to why it's returned to South Africa and what to expect. But for anybody who doesn't know, can you please just give us a quick, brief dis- dis- you know, kind of description of what the FIA World Road Cross is? Yes, most certainly. Well, firstly, as a format, it's essentially the merging of on-track and off-track racing. So World Rally Championships, well-known to lots of people. Yep. And, you know, of course, you know, road racing, whether it's Formula One or whether it's Formula E, very well-known. And those two were put together. And, in fact, I learned this morning, it was Kenny Hansen, the father of Tim and Kevin Hansen, who came up with the Joker lap. So what you have is you have a hard surface for probably 50% of the track. Mm-hmm. And then you go inbound into the center of the, of the of the track where gravel track has been built with ramps. Mm. And so you've got a 50-50 split between the two. And then, of course, you've got a massive jump in the mix as well, which is incredible. And that um, creates all sorts of thrills, spills, and excitement. Uh, and it's just an incredible spectator sport. It really is a sport of precision. Mm-hmm. These 
and girls, because I'm delighted to say Clara Anderson is coming too as the only female participating in the World Championship currently. Hopefully there'll be many more to come. But it, it's all about positioning, strategy, tactics, and brute power. It's extraordinary. These cars are very, very quick. Well, I mean, I I, um, I read on the um, on the document that the team showed me that uh, these cars do zero to one hundred in one point eight seconds. Cheapers. Yeah, it's electric. No, there's no question about it, George. It's that instant talk, but it keeps on giving. You know, it's not yeah. just up to hundred. Uh, very very quick. So the power into corners, out of corners, etc., is brutal and needs to be managed carefully. And it's a big kind of. Uh, uh, I understood today from chatting to some of the drivers, some carry uh, you know speed through the corners, yep, uh, and maintain uh, their average speed at, at, through that. Others are aggressive into corners with very very heavy braking. Then they they go into the corner and they rely on the on the extreme power coming out of the corner to get them back up to speed. So it's really um, very interesting to look at the different driving styles on these multiple surfaces. And you have yep. to be very, very skilled. And it's no surprise that the majority of the really top drivers come from cold environments where they learn on ice, mm. you know, mm. whether it's or Sweden or whatever. As youngsters, these whether it's carts or whether it's cars, uh, they're having fun on the ice. And that's, you know, a very testing environment. And it kind of sets them up for the, the driving that World Rallycross is. Before we get to the actual, uh, you know, uh, um, details of why um, uh, WRX is back in South Africa or, or, or returned, um, I, I always had a question about about rally that you know, even 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 on dirt, because I, I enjoy watching the odd you know rally yeah. um, race. So it's it's you know it's it's fast and you you've you've got this. Um, uh, kind of unknown, um, especially in the ones that aren't on a track. But my question is, everybody kind of like knows that going around a track, any kind of slide loses you loses time. Speed, yeah. yeah, loses you loses you speed, loses you time. But we, we now see with Rally Cross and with rallying that the cars quite often go sideways and yeah, it's so part it's, of... It's probably the quickest way around some of the corners. Right? Like, how do you not lose speed by sliding? Um, you know, what is the principle involved there? I'm not an expert, but essentially it's physics. I mean, you you're giving up speed in the slide to point the car in the right direction oh. so that when you apl apply the power, you're facing in the right way. And that is critical. It's about the positioning of the vehicle. Yes. And that's something which I learned a lot from Formula E about because people don't realize how these drivers are able to maneuver their vehicles and to, to make sure they're pointing in the right direction when those 650 watts of power, kilowatts of power are applied. Mm. Or in the case of World Rally Cross, 300 kilowatts of power applied. And it's, um, yeah, I mean, it's an interesting one that you mentioned, but it's very much part of the strategy. So, I mean, I read, I read something uh, long, a while ago um, in that uh, in analyzing Michael Schumacher's driving style, um, that 
when you slowed down the his 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 cornering, mm-hmm. that he would actually apply very very slight slide to the car okay. in order to get the car pointing in the right direction, and that was one of the reasons he could corner faster than most other drivers was he knew how to slide the car just enough just to enough. do what Ian's saying, point the car because you, you know you can't apply power in the corner as much as you can on in, in, in the straight. So so it's interesting because I always thought in in principle a slide loses you more than you gain so that's actually one of the principles that um fernando alonso when he was um at his previous team that's why he won the championship he was doing something similar except they were applying just camber a little bit so that was kind of getting the same effect ultimately but you know that's like like ian is saying it is just physics um and it's incredible so this is an fia sanctioned event um and the difference between this and formula e is that you get ice as well as electric. Is that correct? No, this is full electric. Oh, full so electric. this is a full 100% electric. It's the reason we got behind it um, is the fact that the cars are now electric. We are very much purpose-driven in all we're doing through Go Green Africa, through our Africa's Green Economy Summit, Formula Student Africa. We've got nine universities on board now building cars under the direction of Warwick University in the UK. That's to cre- promote e-skills. The racing for us is a celebration at the end of all of that. So it's a fundamentally important part because it's got a commercial piece to it. It's got the entertainment, you know, which obviously talks to the fans, Mm. which is critically important. So it's, yeah, it's 100% uh, one day, it's 100% electric. For anybody who's never seen like electric racing, what is the experience that of versus that versus, um, you know, traditional racing. Because, I mean, I went to the first, I went to the, the Formula E this year and was, for me, it was completely mind-blowing in terms of the experience. Um, it's different. So for somebody who doesn't really know what that's like, what, is, what, what, do you, what would you say um, in terms of that experience? So let's talk what people regard as the downside. Because the cars don't make a lot of noise, they do make noise, but, you know, because they're not revving like a Porsche or a Ferrari or, you know, a Red Bull Formula 1 car, they reckon that sort of knocks a lot out of it. Yeah. For me, it doesn't. All because you still have, you know, the electric whir, let's call it, but you can communicate with the people that are close to you. You can debate, discuss. There's a lot of strategy involved. And just going back to the earlier point about talk, and this is the most exciting part in the terms of the difference. The reason you've got to position the car in the right direction is this, the talk is instant. So you've got the electrifying pace that George referred to of 0 to 101.8 seconds. You know, that's faster than a Formula One car. It's faster than mm. a superbike. Um, so you can't do that with ice. So it brings different strategy into the mix, which is very, very interesting. In terms of the event this year versus last year, um, for somebody who went last year, what can they expect um, that's new this year? Sure. <clears throat> so last year, not last year, it's, uh, COVID took care of the last several years. The last staging was in 2019. So number one, it's an all-electric car. And the interesting thing is the car that's being raced for the last two races in the world championship, they call it the zero, the one zero. Mm. Uh, it's a different vehicle to that that was developed by the teams early in the season. They had some technical challenges, a car caught a light in Lyndon Hill in the UK. Mm. So FIA went back to a, a tried and, and tested electric vehicle, which is the one coming here with the drivers. These cars are almost identical. And that means we are going to see the driver's skills coming through. We're also potentially going to see teamwork, mm. which is very 
Interesting. Um, if you take the Hansen brothers, who are obviously on the same team under their father, all legends, I think at the moment, uh, Tim is lying uh, fifth of the championship and Kevin's lying third, or it's the other way around. But in 2019, um, Tim was going for the world championship and Kevin covered him, mm. basically going into the first corner. He got in the way of the other cars. He was his bodyguard. Uh. And you know, that's a bit of strategy that we, do, we, we should look out for. Teams working together to help one another. Johan Christofferson, the world champion, is in the lead at the moment. His car's had an edge over all the others, and his driving's been incredible. But it's going to come in Cape Town down to out-and-out driving skill. If I may say, unlike Formula One, I think Max Verstappen is brilliant, but he's in the best vehicle. Mm. And I think there's another three or four drivers who potentially could be performing as well or mm. certainly giving them a hard time if they were in the same machine. Um, and the other cars, uh, you know, are coming along. They're improving. We're seeing McLaren starting to show pace. Ferrari and Mercedes coming along a bit. Um, but bottom line is uh, Red Bull's got the package. So you've got to beat the whole package. It's not just the driver. Down in Cape Town, or World Rally Cross, it's going to all be about the drivers, and I'm mm. excited about that. Yeah. So, uh, um, you know, what are the package costs and uh, um, for attendance, and uh, you know, what's on offer? So, thanks for that question, George. We've decided to make it, even though it's an international world championship, we've made it incredibly affordable. Um, Two hundred and seventy-five rand for a general admission ticket for a day, for the full day, believe it or not. And for a grandstand seat, 325 rand. Oh, wow. For you can get a ticket for four for 990 rand. You can't get so like racing that cheap. You, no. you can't get better than that for a local race, never mind a world championship. Now, what can we expect? A full day of entertainment. So the pivot, obviously, or the centerpiece is a World Rallycross Championship where there are three heats on Saturday and on Sunday with a the final thereafter. So four rounds of World Championship racing. Then we've got uh, two exhibitions from Brian Kappa, the extraordinary, you know, enduro bike uh, jumper, ex-exhibition man. Brian's coming in to entertain the fans. We have drifting twice through the day. Uh, for those who love drifting, go to Grandstand E. That's where you'll get your best drifting views. Um, and then... Uh, we've got our local RX series, which uh, which is running as well. So it's really a full day's entertainment with great food and beverage. Then we have uh, Red Bull providing sims. You can come in, and if you're the fastest racer, you're going to win all sorts of fabulous things, like meeting the Hanson brothers, hampers, etc. So your chance to come and partake in the sims and show how good you are. Um, it's all to play for. Hundred percent. I mean, you know, Ultra is going to be a race partner this year um, at the event, um, and I think there's a question more so for you, George. This is the second time where we're going to be involved in some sort of racing um, series. Um, wh why is Auto Trader getting more involved in the in the racing scene from from your perspective? Well, I don't know. I don't know if it's a case of getting in more involved in the racing scene. Um, you know, part of our outlook. Um, on sponsorship and uh, and partnership is we want to sponsor and partner with the number one mm. because we are the number one. So um, so that's why we do the festival of motoring. Mm. Is it is the number one consumer 
um, event in the country and we only do one of that one of those and we'll put our back into um, into that um, similarly with Formula E um, and now similarly with uh, World Rallycross it's uh, you know it's not it's not the number two the number three not that there's anything wrong with number two three and four but yep. uh, but it's just a case of wanting to partner with the best and uh, um, and only do that once and rather do it properly um, if that makes sense. And Ian, I have a question for you. I mean, you've been involved in the electric space for a while now. Is this? I mean, this is clearly a passion of yours. Um, can you give us a little bit of background as, as to why anybody should care about, um, you know, kind of the transition and adoption of EV uh, vehicles within the within the country? I can tell you my own adoption, if I might, just for a second. Uh, when the, the I by chance went to a BMW dealership to see a friend who owns it, and I saw a little sardine can on the floor. And I inquired about it, and it was the i3. And they said, do you want to take it for a drive? And I said, yes. And 200 meters later, I bought the car. Oh, wow. It's a change in terms of experience. It's a brilliantly engineered vehicle. Uh, the visibility is amazing. There's no drivetrain, so you've got more space. Um, it's just a superior experience. And as I say, I've had some really quite serious and super motor cars in my life. But this is the perfect package for me. Mm. Um, the talk, the, the, I mean, I drive the car every day and every day I'm excited in the vehicle. You know, I remember the first time a Boxster came up next to me and started revving. I was on the phone and I didn't really know what he was doing because I hadn't expected somebody to want to sort of die robot to robot. It's not really my scene. But I put my foot down and I left him behind. And at the, <laughs> when he got to the next <laughs> night, he wanted to know what I was in. <laughs> and I said, no, I'm just going, this is a fun little EV. <laughs> it's change is coming. It's happening. It's happened in the rest of the world. We are behind the curve. We are constrained by ridiculous government taxation on electric vehicles. Mm-hmm. We should be progressive like Norway is, where they actually incentivize you to get an electric vehicle. The notion that there's a massive amount of carbon footprint around electric ve- vehicles has some uh, 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 legitimacy in as much as they say, I've done the research, about a third of the life of an electric vehicle car, mm. you're actually in a carbon deficit mm. or you are you effectively in a, a carbon positive environment. Once you've had it for a third of its life, you move into a carbon negative environment. So you, you sort, you, you're into, you know, zero, real zero emission turf, taking on board what it takes to build not only the battery, but the car as well. And what people don't talk about is that's when you are having a single use of life of a battery. Mm. But nowadays, they can recover about 98% of the battery. Mm. So the reuse of the vehicle for the second time reduces that down to about 16.5% mm. of the life of a, of a vehicle, and so on and so on. And those efficiencies will come, come through. Um, to, you know, there's all sorts of innovation that's underway. It's still a very new technology that was held at bay for over 100 years. And what people don't realize is that when we've got a million cars on the road driving around with batteries and with the correct inverters, you've got a, you've got a, a mobile generating fleet, mm-hmm. a mobile generators, you know, that will start feeding and generating houses, et cetera. And cars will start being charged with solar in the, in, the, in the roof, which is happening in places, and get charged like will happen in Singapore through the roads as you drive seamlessly, et cetera. So it's a very uh, efficient uh, piece of technology. It's a beautiful experience. And 
I've certainly concluded that it's most definitely the future. I mean, uh, we spoke about this on the last week's show, um, Ian, and that is besides the, you know, impact on the environment, which is positive, And as you say, you know, people are being short-sighted perhaps about, uh, you know, second life and, um, and reusability and, uh, and, and not looking at over the life of the vehicle. Um, but besides that, if you just park that as an important factor, mm. just the technology itself is simpler and better. Even if it was carbon, even if it was neutral to ice vehicles, even if it had no benefit, it's just a better yes. technology. Um, and I think for those two reasons, what you say is 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 important to take notice of. I feel so outnumbered right now. I think you are who doesn't have <laughs> who doesn't. You're a new, you're a Lewis Hamilton fan, <laughs> and you like ice vehicles. I like uh, all sorry. vehicles. I love cars. <laughs> Do I keep telling you this? But he, but he likes the past, right? <laughs> and he's so young. Oh, he's no, so young. Look at look at Ian and I. Ian and I, are, yeah, are like old fogies. You know, you're right. Maybe I, I need to change my ways. I need to come get with the times. Maybe I'm just living in the past. <laughs> For anybody who doesn't know, so the what? event's happening on the sixth to the eighth. Is that correct, Ian? Seventh and eighth Saturday, and it's a double header. Seventh and the, and the eighth. Tickets available at Web Tickets. And as I said, it's really been priced. So I wanted us to ram the place full of people. Yeah. And we encourage people not to miss the opportunity. Whether you're a racing fan or not, this is a cool day of entertainment, I promise you. Mm. The other thing we're doing is we've got My City buses for free taking people to the race. There are place, two places where you can park your car. You can go to rallycross.co.za, get all of the information. But there's a Century City parking place for your cars, and there is another on top of that. And then you get on the My City bus, and you get dropped outside the venue, and you have no hassles with car parking. We wanted to minimize the traffic, make it easy, make it something that everybody can enjoy. Um, and, yeah, don't miss out. It's going to be special. Web tickets. So bring the whole family. I think it's, it's, it's going to be something amazing. Plus it's in Cape Town, which is, uh, I love being there. I don't know how you feel about it. I, I grew up in Cape Town, so I can't, I can't say anything can't negative say anything about it. Yeah. <laughs> negative about it, 100%. Thank you so much for joining us again, Ian. Um, I'm sure we're going to see you there. We're going to be taking lots of, you know, of contents there as well. So I'm looking forward. I think it's um, definitely the future of, uh, of motorsport in South Africa. I'm glad it's, it's happening. Get yourself to Rally Cross 2023. 100%. Thank you, gents. Lovely being with you. Thanks, Ian.